All right, then. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good evening to all of you. I'd like to welcome you back to the Tuesday night Bible study. Uh, just a continuation from the Monday night Bible study where Pastor Mike Ellis did a fabulous job last night uh, teaching us out of the book of Psalms 23rd chapter and chapter 24, picking up where Pastor Rich had left off at. And so we just thank God for tonight. In extension of that, we honor tonight uh, the visionary Pastor Thomas Rich and Pastor Joe Rich, uh, Pastor Mike and his wife, Pastor Beverly, Pastor Eric Phoebe Davis, some of our some of our uh, supporters, and Pastor Sharon and myself, we're just delighted to be on tonight. Amen. Thank God for the opportunity to be able to come before his people and share his word with them. Amen. Especially during these times of pan pandemic times and these perilous times and these evil days that need to be redeemed. And so we just thank the Lord tonight. We're faced with so many choices right in the midst of all that's going on. And hopefully tonight something will be said, a word of wisdom, word of knowledge, something that can uh, uh, enhance our, our choices during this time. Amen. And so we certainly pray and hope so. And I'd like to welcome all of you. Amen. I am Pastor Lester Hayes. Amen. Pastor of New Freedom Christian Ministry down here in uh, Bainbridge, Georgia. And we just bring your greetings tonight. Amen. Ask you to pray for us as we go into this tonight. Amen. Uh, pray and hope that uh, God will honor his word tonight. So as we pray right now and get ready to get started, Father, we just come to you right now. We thank you. We praise you. We give you all the glory and honor tonight. Ask you tonight, Lord God, to just honor your word tonight. Send us a word of wisdom tonight, a word of knowledge, and just enlighten us tonight, Lord. We just pray right now for that word, Lord God, that it'll go forth, uh, never return back to you, Lord, until it do what you please in the purpose which you sent it. So we give you praise, glory, and honor for it right now. We're praying over all the social unrest, political uh, fallout, backlash, finger-pointing, uh, accusations being made up and down both sides. We just pray right now, Lord God, that you would just release the, uh, the, 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 the tongue from attacking our veterans and Gold Star families right now that are coming from our leadership. And we just pray right now, Lord God, for just a, a spirit of humility to come over our leaders right now, that they will humble themselves, Lord God, and just be leaders, oh God, by a personal example, Lord God. And, and uh, we just ask for your divine intervention right now, God, that that tongue will be tamed and trained and, and silenced, oh God, as, 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 as uh, we move into this, this uh, system, uh, this political season of voting. And so we thank and praise you right now, God, in Jesus' name, uh, that you will forgive our sins and heal our land today because we're in dire need of it especially these days right now when everybody's struggling with this epidemic. So we thank you for the opportunity tonight to come and share your word. Lord, God, I pray that it'll bring some healing, pray it'll bring some confidence, strength, and some hope to your people as we go forward. We give you all the praise and glory and honor right now. I ask you to take me out of the picture. I ask you that Holy Ghost will be the voice they hear tonight. Lord God, I'm just a vessel made myself available to you. have studied your word to prepare myself the best I can. And so I just submit myself to your guidance and direction right now. Holy Spirit, I ask you to have your way in Jesus' name. Pray over the comments that should come as a following of this teaching. We thank you for it right now. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen and amen. I would ask all of you that are coming on right now, if you'll please place your phone on mute. Uh, I would just ask you to do that in all humility. Uh, please do that at this time. Amen. And for whoever is the uh, custodian of the line, uh, if you could override everybody, I would ask you to help us out there. Amen. For those who are coming on. All right, then. Well, let's get into this tonight. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, then. Well, tonight I want to be uh, speaking to you tonight. Amen. From a fresh subject that came to me uh, yesterday. Amen. As I was uh, just got off the line last night. Wonderful teaching from Pastor Mike and uh, Pastor Sharon. I just began to kind of talk and we began to 
look at some of the things that are going on on the news and being veterans, you know, and uh, just hearing some of all the rhetoric and some of all the backlash and some of all the horrible things that are being said right now toward our veterans, about our veterans. I kind of took it personally, amen, especially from someone saying those things who were supposed to be the commanding chief of the, of the nation, the free world, and was a draft, a draft dodger. And so I had real some, some personal heart, heartache with that. But to God be the glory. Uh, you know, I thank God that I'm saved these days, amen, and that I'll let him deal with that tongue, amen, that finger that's pointing that tongue that's speaking those blasphemous things toward our, our veterans and our, our, our war dead and our active men and women. Uh, and so it's near and dear to my heart, amen. But God will bring healing, God will bring deliverance, God will move in that situation, amen. So we thank the Lord. So I asked God for a message today, and uh, since we're all on this line of believers and uh, we're, we're praying and hoping that our unsaved family members will become believers through our witness, through our life, uh, that we live before them. And even the lost of this world, the backslidden of this world, the prodigal sons and daughters of this world, even those out there that call themselves atheists, great, gay, straight, who don't know Jesus, uh, but they're souls. And we know that God loves all souls. He wants all of them saved and know the truth. And so we're just praying for all of those who fall in those categories because this can be real tough right now to hear all of this coming down from our leadership. It kind of forces people into one category or the other. But as we look above and beyond all of this, it really comes down to uh, a universal message of salvation that God is wanting all of us to be able to have a chance to either reject or receive it. And so tonight I want to talk to you from this particular thought that came to me to, uh, last night and, and my wife and I were talking. Uh, do we want uh, God's universal judgment or do we want God's universal love? And so it comes down to me, for me, those two things. You got a choice right there, you know. Uh, that's lighted out of everybody. Salvation is universal. Uh, the message is universal. Uh, that Jesus came and spoke. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son for the whole world. Jew, Greek, Gentile, barbarian, it doesn't matter. He, he died for everybody. And so we have to accept that whether we agree with it or not. So nobody's exempt, not the president, nobody, nobody. Local officials, clergy, don't care what the title of the position is. It's all going to be universal judgment, the same standard for everybody, and God's universal love that has already been demonstrated by God through his son, Jesus. So we want to deal with that tonight, and hopefully at the end of this, we'll understand that the choice is ours. For anybody out there, the choice is ours. We may not always agree with the choices, but still, uh, the message is the choice is ours. Uh, please put your phone on mute as you're coming on. I appreciate that. And so we're going to talk about that tonight because I think sometimes we get into the mode or the habit of telling people that you better do this or you better do that or you can't do this or you can't do that. <clears throat> and we uh, failed to respect the right for people to choose. And it took me a long time to reach that level of maturity where I don't have to agree with your choices, but I have to respect your right to choose. And uh, I can demand the same thing from you for myself. And so we're, 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 we'll find those common grounds and, and just understand that the choice is still ours to make, amen. And so I want to preface this message tonight just saying a few things that I jotted down in my notes uh, that kind of set a precedence. 
uh, I, I really wrote this down as I was preparing my message. I just said, as though I was talking to you all tonight, I said, hey, everybody, what do y'all think is going to happen to all those out there in the world right now, in, in our nation, in the world uh, at large, that neglect the great salvation once offered to us by God? And that's a question I want to pose tonight. Have you really thought about uh, what really will happen to them? It's a scary thought when I thought about it. Should they try to escape it? Uh, salvation is universal. It's for everybody. The love of God is universal for everybody. Uh, but the choice is ours. Should they? You know, and you don't have to answer me, but just think about it. Should they try and escape it? A lot of people are really trying not to not to want to hear the gospel. They're trying not to want to hear anything about Jesus, which is their choice to make, you know. But I'm just pondering your thoughts tonight. Do you think they should try to escape it when there was such a great price paid for it that affects all of us universally? Uh, because when you think about what awaits those who rejected judgment and, you know, the other option is the love of God, you know, which is out there. Because they cannot escape the eternal judgment, uh, in the world to come, you know, that's a probing thought that I was thinking about today. All humanity, not just a few, but all humanity, don't care what your color, your position, how much money you got, all humanity needs to know today that all their works shall be brought into judgment and no unsaved unbeliever shall not go unpunished. That was an easing thought for me because some of the things I was looking at said about veterans I took personally and I knew it was wrong. I knew it was, was inaccurate and it was hurtful. How faithful is our strong God and Lord who would judge them for those things and just in case they didn't know it, he is righteous and terrible too. <laughs> you know, I had to think about God. And he's righteous, he's loving, he's kind, but he, terrible. he can be terrible too, man. The scripture says, when the day of his wrath is come, the, the neglectors of the so great of salvation shall not be able to sit in judgment with him, but a sit in he'll sit in judgment against them, nor and the congregation of the righteous. You know, there'll be a separation. That's why he said, let it, wheat and tail grow together. I'll separate when I come. And man, oh man, when those heavenly books and scrolls shall be opened, even their consciences shall shall at that time bear witness against them, not for them, but against them. And yes, another book shall be opened. That is the book of remembrance where all their omissions and all their commissions and all their uh, uh, vileness are registered, written down by God. And then at that time, where shall the wicked and the ungodly appear? Where are they going to go? Where are they going to hide? They're going to have to stand there and take it. This is uh, the arrival. This will happen on the arrival of the day of vengeance of our God, you know. And so then there will be a separation. So I found so much consolence in that, uh, writing that down today and thinking about, you know, the universal judgment versus the universal love and saying, you know, the choice is still theirs. And so uh, it just, it was soothing, you know. God's universal judgment or God's universal love, uh, that's what it comes down to. The same standard for everybody. Nobody's exempt. God has no favoritism. He, he, he you know, has no favors. He has no respect to persons. So everybody's going to be judged by the, the same standard. The choice is ours. We won't be able to escape it 
in the great white throne judgment, not then, but we can today if we make a change, if we make a decision to accept God's great salvation that was begin to be spoken to us the day Jesus set foot on this earth from the time he was here, the time he left. And even now, for all those who came after him, we're still preaching and teaching salvation in Jesus' name. So long as he delayed his coming, that standard is still there, that universal judgment is still there, and that universal love that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And that's tough for me because I'm saying, you know, how can these people continue to neglect and continue to do these horrible things? And he best begin to remind me that, remember now, you too were there at one time. So give them, give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll separate when I come. You know, it's, it's the same for everybody. I'm long-suffering. I'm patient. I'm kind. Pray for them, even those who persecute you. He said, but nevertheless, you continue to preach that universal judgment awaits them if they don't change. And my universal love is available for them today uh, as it will be then, you know, that they can right now repent and I'll still forgive them and save them. And so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, uh, he told me that I should be lifting up his name in the earth. Every time I open my mouth, I should be lifting up and exalting the name of Jesus because he said, if I be lifted up in the earth, just like I told Moses, uh, during a tough time, I'll still draw all men unto me. And that word all kind of captivated my thoughts. And he said, I'll draw all men unto me. Even the worst of them, even the worst sinner has a chance right now because I've delayed my coming because I'm long-suffering and patient and kind. So I had to go back to praying for those who are in the position of authority with that in mind because I really don't want to wish God's judgment and wrath eternally on anybody where there shall be gnashing, gashing of teeth out of darkness forever and they'll never, it'll, it'll never change once that happens and they get that final second death, that final judgment. And I don't want that on anybody. So I began to pray, uh, you know, that they would avoid uh, the universal judgment and they will accept the universal love of Christ before it's too late was where I spent my time praying. Best thing I could do for them instead of hating them, amen. Pray for those because we're God's people called by his name. I had to learn to humble myself as, as hurting as it was to talk and listen to him, a, a draft dodger talking about veterans the way he did. I took it personally, but I had to pray for him because he needs our prayers, you know, that, that God said, you know, my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I would hear from heaven. I would forgive their sins and heal their land. And so I'm believing God to do that, that people will avoid you know, universal judgment that is coming, amen, that day of vengeance, amen. And so here is where, uh, you know, I want to start my message tonight talking about, uh, you know, open the book of John chapter 6, verse 43 through verse 48 and verse 50 through verse 20, 51 of the King James Bible. And it starts out by saying, Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, murmur and murmur not among yourselves, no man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall be all taught of God, even man therefore that hate that hath heard and hath learned of the Father cometh unto me. Not that any man hath seen the Father, save he which is of God. He has seen the Father verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me 
hath everlasting life. I am that bread of life. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, any man, no matter, universally same for everybody, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which was offered for us, which I will give for the life of the world. Man, that just got me. The life of the world, that universal uh, plan of salvation, that universal love that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Still the day that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. This is how you eat that bread. This is how you partake of his flesh, accepting that so great a salvation, amen, that he purchased with his life, with his body that was broken and destroyed and crucified for us. And we have to partake of that if we want to be saved, amen. Even though we die in the flesh, we shall live again in a different body, in a different place, in the presence of the Lord for all eternity. And that's what's at stake. That's what's on the table. Or the other option is our choice. We can choose that eternal judgment that awaits all unrepented, unsaved sinners. Amen. And so I had to I had to swallow that today. That was pretty, pretty tough stuff. But it was all right. It was good. It made me feel good that I still have a heart to pray for these people, man, that they'll be saved before it's too late. Amen. And then he went on to say in the book of John, chapter 12, verse 30 through 32, the King James Bible, he said, Jesus answered and said, this voice came not because of me, but for your sakes. <laughs> now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out and I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. And so I spent some time praying and lifting up the name of Jesus. And I said, God, if what you say is true, then I'm sworn to do it. You know, uh, you know, this is my oath that I took. God, you, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. So I couldn't think about the, the things that were said, the fingers that was pointed, the accusations that was made, the hurtful things that were said about veterans. I had to just stop what I was doing and began to pray and lift up the name of Jesus in hopes that there will be souls saved, there will be minds changed, there will be repentance that would take place, you know, in the process before Jesus comes back, amen, and separate the wheat from the tariff, and people receive their eternal judgment for neglecting so great a salvation that was beginning to be preached when Jesus was on this earth. It's been around for a minute, and it's still around as he delays his second coming, so that means they still have a chance, and so... I had to move away from judgment because he said, how can you, man of God, judge in any little small thing right now when you yourself were saved by my grace? Because if you overcome until the end, you're going to get to set with me just like anyone else who endured to the end to be saved in the judgment of the world, in the judgment of angels, in the judgment, you know, uh, uh, of, of, of all those who are bound right now by that eternal judgment who have not uh, accepted that great plan of salvation. He said, but if you can't judge in these little bitty small things that are going on right now, there's no way you're going to be able to sit with me. So that word judgment there means uh, to examine yourself, to examine yourself against these things. It's like looking at the two by the, the, the two pick in my eyes that are looking at the two by four, the two by four in my eyes, instead of looking at the toothpick in somebody else's eye. 
I had to I had to back off of that, you know, even though it was hurtful. But he already told us the world we live in, we're going to have these trials. We're going to have these tribulations. But be of good cheer because he's already overcome this world. No one suffered like him. No one was neglected and rejected like him. No one was physically beaten and scorned and spat on and trampled on and, 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 and crucified like him. And so he said, these little things you're dealing with right now, these little accusations, these little persecutions, they are but light afflictions. And so reckon that the sufferings of this present time, man of God, is not even worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in you. And I would rather have God's glory revealed in me as he takes the lid off of me than to, you know, than to, than to, than to you know, be uh, a part of, 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 of that mindset, you know, where we go, you know, tat for tat, tit for tit, you know, those are not our weapons. Those, 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 those are not the, 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 the tools that we use. You know, we pray for those who persecute us. And so I had, to, I had to go there, you know, to be able to get through it. And then he goes on to say in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 20 through 27, the King James Bible, he said, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God, let us draw near, that word draw again, draw near, especially during these times, with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. I was tempted, but I didn't give in. For he is faithful that promise. Yes, he is. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love. There it is, that universal love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exalting one another. And so much the more as ye see the day approaching, that day of judgment. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful look, looking for a judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries, our adversaries. You know, the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 20, verse 27, the King James Bible. <clears throat> and it was right about here, I began to think about the power of what's, what we have as 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 a uh, Americans to to cast a vote, you know, to cast a vote. And uh, I, I text someone today that was talking about voting, wanting to know could they trust me, uh, you know, count on me to at least tell three family members to vote uh, and, and ensure that they vote. And uh, I was just sitting thinking about that, and I text back and said, you know, that we need to work our vote because the vote works. And the Lord dropped this revelation on me about voting and I took those letters as, as the Holy Spirit was dealing with me. And he says, vote out the enemies against democracy. We have the power to do that. He said, he said, vote them out. You know, he said, you have victory over the enemies. That, 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 that letter V is, uh, we have victory. We fight from the position of victory. We already have the victory through Jesus Christ. So we have to, we have to vote from that position of victory. And we, the, the victory is over the enemies 
against our democracy. That's the power of your vote, but we have to work the vote because it works. And so I just want to share that with you that, you know, vote, you know, meaning victory over the enemies against our democracy. That's the political power and, and bankroll that we have, and we have to work that vote because that vote works. I want to pass on the same challenge to you as I take a little, little side road right here. Make sure you vote. Vote early. If you're not registered to vote, get out there and vote. That's my political statement. God dropped that in my spirit today as I was dealing with this. He said, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to, I got the heart of the king in my hand. I'm going to turn it whatsoever I will. There's no authority that be that I didn't allow it to be there. I'll deal with them. He said, but you have, you have social power. You have social power to vote. You know, and you can use that power to vote them out. You know, that's a political thing that you could do. And uh, he said, that's your civil duty and responsibility. So I want to pass that on. I want to echo that. Uh, I'm, I've already contacted three family members and encouraged them that if they didn't vote, to go ahead and register to vote, to get out and vote early. You know, so I've done part of my civil duty. I'll continue to push this narrative is that there is power in your vote. And the way the Lord dropped it in my spirit, he says the V in that word vote stands for victory. The O stands for over and the T stands for the for the V. And then the E stands for the enemies against democracy. We're going to have a democracy. Let's make it work win-win for everybody. So I just want to share that, that if we fight from that position of victory, whether it be social, whether it be spiritual, you know, we still have the victory. Amen. And we'll work the vote because it works. So work your vote. And so we went on to say in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 35 uh, through 39, the King James Bible, he said, cast not away, therefore, your confidence with has great recompense of reward for ye have need of patience. I had to grab some of that today, y'all. I had to let patience have her perfect work, y'all. It's that virtue, man. You know, and I saw it working, man, because I was able to restrain myself and retain you know, my, 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 my right mind, you know, because I'm a veteran, y'all, 30 years, man. My wife's a veteran. You know, my oldest daughter, Pastor Phoebe, married to a retired veteran. You know, my, 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 my oldest son and his wife, Air Force veterans. My middle son and his wife are active duty right now. My oldest, my middle son, he's in Kadar right now, getting ready to come home, been there six months. You know, in my in my next daughter and her husband, man, he's a, he's a she married to him. He's a veteran. You know, my dad was World War Two, and Pastor Sharon, and I got family members, siblings on both sides of the bed. And I know some of you too, man. And so that thing hurt, man. You know, and 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 especially, I guess what really hurt was it came from a draft, a draft dodger. You know, say he didn't want to go to Vietnam, so he wanted to avoid venereal disease and all that stuff, sexual transmitted disease. What craziness, man. But you got the audacity, man, to attack our generals, to attack all the men and women, our heroes, our war dead, those active duty men and women that are serving right now. The audacity. That thing stabbed me in my spirit, man. But I had to maintain that patience. I had to pray for patience. God, help me. Help me to be confident in, you know, in, 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 in you, God, and and and, and um you know, with has great re recompense of reward for ye have need of patience. Yes, I did. Yes, I do. That after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise for yet a little while. Come on, y'all. Sixty some more days, not even 60, 57 more days. And he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now that the just shall live by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But, but by faith, you know, we, we can work that vote by faith, man. You know what I'm saying? Because faith, faith without works is dead. So work that vote because it works. Amen. But 
if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. This is not a time right now to be afraid to go out there and vote because of all this intimidation that's going on right now. No, faith without works is dead. You know, we can complain, we can murmur, we can bicker. But no, this is a time, man, to work that vote because that vote works. You know, this is the time to have victory over the enemies of our democracy. Work that vote, man. You know, go in there and, 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 and vote. Take some family members. Tell them how important it is, you know, and let them listen to this right here. Share this with them. And he says, you know, it will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them that draw back unto perdition. You know, go back to those things that have, that have divided us away from the things of God, divided us away from what is rightfully ours, whether it be political, whether it be by constitution, or whether it be by God's divine intervention or God's divine provision for us. But of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Amen. This is what we're praying for, but at the same time, we're exercising our civil duties and our civil responsibility by going and casting our vote. And we're maintaining and striking a balance because we're being patient, you know, waiting on God to move and intervene. Uh, he goes on to say in the book of James, chapter 4, verse 7 through 8, the King James Bible, submit yourself, therefore, to God. I had to do that and resist the devil because that temptation was there to get angry, to get upset and sin properly. And he says, and he will flee from you. I felt the departure. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. I felt him drawing nigh. I felt that today. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Cannot be double-minded because James says a double-minded, first chapter James says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. I did not want to be unstable. It's a choice. It's either, you know, universal judgment and it's either universal love. And so I chose to choose the love of God. I chose to let him chase me a little bit, get me back on course, get my thoughts back where they needed to be. I felt him right there because I drew near to him and he drew near to me and patience kicked in and she had a perfect work. And I was able, man, to go ahead on and focus and turn this into a message that you're receiving tonight. Hopefully it'll help you do the same thing because all of us are dealing with this in our different ways. It's trying for all of us. Our faith is being tested. All of us. You know, amen. And God is trying to draw us closer to him in the midst of all of this so we don't be drawn in the, in the other direction. Amen. Uh, it is now our choice to choose one or the other universal judgment that awaits us or universal love that is taking place right now. The same for everybody. So let's explore our two choices. When we talk about universal judgment of God, when we talk about the universal judgment of God, we'll talk about this before we talk about the universal love. When the son of man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory and before him shall be gathered all nations and he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats and he shall set up, he shall set, he shall set the sheep on his right hand, amen, but the goats on the left and then shall the king say unto them, on his right hand, come, ye blessed of the Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you 
from the foundation of the world. So this ain't nothing new right here. God been working this since the beginning, uh, you know, before the foundation of the world. For I was a hungered and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger and ye took me in. Naked and ye clothed me. I was sick and ye visited me. I was in prison and ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him saying, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered and fed thee? Or thirsty and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick or in prison, thee sick or in prison, and come unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Insomuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. That got me right there, y'all. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, depart from me, ye cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels, those who follow him, those who serve him. For I was a hunger and ye gave me not meat. I was thirsty and ye gave me not drink. I was a stranger and ye took me not in naked and ye did not clothe me. You clothed me not sick and in prison and ye visited me not. Then shall they also answer him saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hunger or thirst or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister unto thee? Look at what he said. Then shall he answer them saying, Verily I say unto you, insomuch as ye did not to one of the least of these, ye did not to me. And these shall say, and these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life eternal. And so, man, that was so encouraging. That's in the book of Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 through verse 46 of King James Bible. And that right there gave me such peace, such consolation, you know, such, I mean, it was like, wow, Lord, you know, so be very careful what we do to the least of them. And some of these people don't understand the hurt and the pain and their positions, man, that the impact, negative impact is having on a lot of people, the least of us, the least of our society. And these are the ones that are, that are, that are, it's more devastating, you know? And so if you don't change that and get that right, you know, you're going to have to deal with that universal judgment or punishment as we saw everlasting. He called it everlasting punishment, you know, or you can let the love of God, man, come into your heart where you can be able to do for people just like you're doing unto the Lord, just like you would have others to do unto you. You know, it's just that simple. You're either going to choose, it's your choice to continue down this path and wait on the, the, that, that everlasting judgment, or we can change this course right now. And, and, and let the love of Christ come into our hearts. I'm praying that the love of God right now will be poured out, that that universal love will be poured out in a greater measure, in a greater degree right now. And and I'm praying that some of these hardcore, uh, extreme people on the right or the left right now, I'm praying, man, that, that doors will keep being shut in their face, that they won't continue to build this case on lies and deception, but that they'll run out of, of, of doors to walk in. They'll run out of things to inflict upon the people and they'll have only one choice left and that's to repent and turn to God. That, that's my prayer, you know, that God would just forgive their sins and, and heal our land and, and uh, all of this a sudden, the, the error of their ways would be made right because they're willing to humble themselves under the hand of God and repent, you know, and so I'm just, I'm just praying, you know, that, that that'll happen. Amen. 
because I believe it'll help the least of those in our society to pray for them, to pray for our enemies, you know, because the Lord said, hey, you have victory over the enemies of your democracy if you do your civil and social duty, but at the same time, do your spiritual duty and pray as my people, you know, have both of those, those working on your behalf, you know, don't, don't focus so much on one and forget the other one. You can do both and they both will work together for your good. And then he goes on to say in the book of Acts chapter 17, verse 22 and verse 31, the King James Bible, this is Paul not talking here to the church. And Paul said, talking to a bunch of Christians that Paul said, uh, and, and he was talking primarily to Christians, but at the same time, the stage is set where Paul was at at Mars Hill. There's all kinds of people there. There's Pharisees, there's Sadducees, there's accusers of Paul. There, there, you know, there, there, there are traditionalists there. You know, there are people there, man, that don't like Paul. There are people there that like Paul. You, you got Gentiles there. You got Jews there. You got you got oh, you got a whole host of people there, and they're there to check out this great philosopher that they'd heard about, this great persecutor of saints that they'd heard about. But I love the fact that now Paul is saved and Paul is now seeing the universal judgment that could have been here. But he's also being uh, being uh, cognizant that he's he's able to do what he's doing now because of the universal love of God. And Paul is out there telling them, man, the same thing, you know, where he used to be persecuting a man for being a, a saint. But now, man, the love of God done touched his heart. So he's out there now, man. He's changed his tune. And they want to they want to check him out because they, they're saying, is this the same Paul? You know, Saul, you know, what, what, what has changed about him? Well, Paul understood he was on the road to destruction, on the road to Damascus. If he had continued to carry out the persecution of the saints for being saints and professing Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And so he's had a change. He's had an encounter. He's met with God on the road. You know, he's been blinded. He's been given his sight. He's been filled with the Holy Ghost. Now he's sealed. He's healed. He's filled. And he's walking in a new victory now. And he's understanding how important the love of God is. He's understanding how important to help them make the distinction between God's eternal judgment and God's eternal love. You know, that universal message. And so let's see what Paul is saying here to them at Mars Hill. He says, then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things ye are too superstitious. Well, we got some people right now like that. They, they believe in that Trump is God's chosen vessel for the hour. Wow. Very superstitious. Anybody who don't vote for him going to die and go to hell. I just read an article. A pastor just wrote, posted, he sent the letter to a President Trump and told him anybody don't vote for him on the on the on the on the left, the Democrats, or God gonna send him to hell. I was like, where's that documented in the Bible? You know, and his case was he built this case on we stand for abortion, we stand for same sex marriage, we stand for for all this other stuff, you know. And so God gonna send us to hell for that. I said, what about the liar? The Bible talks about the liar and all these murderers and all this too. He didn't mention that. So I posted back in response to it what was documented in the book of Revelation, chapter twenty one, verse eight. But he gave no documentation for his claim. But he wrote this to the president. It's no wonder the president now, man, feel like you got pastors telling you it's okay to call right, wrong, and wrong, right? To be judgmental, to go above God, you know? He said, you know, the Lord said, no, it's, it's, it's your choice, you know, to choose either universal judgment, everlasting punishment, or universal love, you know? Nobody's been condemned yet by God, you know, you know? And so he goes on, Paul says here, for I, he said, for as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with the inscription to the unknown God. He's still unknown to a lot of people today, but I'm praying that he'll make himself known 
whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, mm, mm, mm. him I declare, him declare I unto you, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwelleth not in temples made with hands, neither is worshiped with man's hands, as though he needed anything from us, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things, and have made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed and the bonds of their habitation that they should seek the Lord if haply they might feel after him and find him now is the time though he be not far from every one of us for in him we live and we move and we have our being as certain also of your own poets have said for we are also his offspring. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's devices. And the times of this ignorance God winked at, not anymore, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent, because he hath appointed a day in thee which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained. Talking about Jesus Christ, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men that universal message, that universal judgment, that universal love, that everlasting uh, punishment, and that he hath raised him from the dead. And so he is the only name by which we can be saved. And that is found in the book of Acts chapter 17, verse 22, verse through verse 31, the King James Bible. Then he goes on to say in the book of Romans chapter 2, verse 16, the King James Bible. He says, in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. Okay, it's by the gospel. It's not so much by you telling the Lord, Lord, I did this, and Lord, I did that, and Lord, I sang in the choir, and Lord, I was an usher, and Lord, I preached to God, and Lord, I prophesied, and Lord, I spoke in tongues, and Lord, I operated in the gifts. He says, hey, you're going to be judged by the gospel of Jesus Christ, you know. Book of Romans chapter 14, verses 11 through 12, the King James Bible says this, For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. President, everybody else, doesn't matter. You can say all these hurtful things now, but you're going to have to give an account to God. The only hope you have is if you repent now and not neglect so great a salvation that was beginning to be preached by Jesus when he was on this earth. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, the King James Bible, it goes on to say this. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. There's no escaping it. Now is the only wonder of opportunity we get right now to receive that great salvation that was bespoken by Jesus to begin with. Then Paul and then other apostles and prophets. Book of Revelation, chapter 20, verse 20, King James Bible says this. And I saw the dead, small and great. Thank God for this revelation from John. Stand before God. And the books were opened. There it is. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in that book. 
My God, Jesus, we better try to get some good stuff written down in that book, especially getting our name written down in there, doing what we need to do now. Let the goodness of God lead us to repentance today. Don't put it off for tomorrow because it's not promised. He said, according to their works, the only thing you're going to take with you out of this earth is your good works. You're not taking your silver, your gold, your money, your reputation. The only thing you're taking are your good works, you know. And that's in the book of Revelation, chapter 20, verse 12, the King James Bible. Then he goes on to say in the book of Revelation, chapter 20, verses 10 through, through 11, and verses 13 to 15, the King James Bible says this, And the devil that deceived them were cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophets are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away and there was found no place for them. Now is the only time you have a place in Christ Jesus is through salvation. And he goes on through his, his, his universal love. He says, and the sea gave up the dead, which were in it. I don't care if you die. You're going all, everybody's coming back to stand in that judgment and death and hell has been delivered up to the, uh, he says, and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to his works. The death and hell, it said, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. You die the first death. Now, when you ask God to forgive you and you repent of your sins and turn, that's the first death. And then there's the second death, that eternal separation, you know. And we need to do what we need to do now between now and then to make sure we're right with God. You know, because we're either going to have that universal judgment, that everlasting punishment, or that uh, eternal love of God, that everlasting love of God. Let that save us now. He says, this is the second death, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Okay? Revelation chapter 20, verse 10 through 11, and verses 13 to 15. That's what he's saying. So now we take a look with the few minutes we have left at the universal love uh, of God, okay, which is on the table right now. It won't be on the table then, so you can't put it off. It's now, okay? We just went through the universal punishment of God, the universal judgment of God, the everlasting punishment of God. <clears throat> so let's see now what the other choice we have. You know, it's it, it's not our choice. You know, it's in the book of Luke chapter 2, verse 9 through 15, the King James Bible. I love the Lord. He gives us choices. He gives us choices. You know, I love that. You know, the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, he said, I've called heaven and earth today to witness against you that I have set before you life and death. Choose ye life. He wants you to live and not die so you can do what I'm doing or whatever, you know, declaring the good, the, the, the good news, the works of God to your family members, to your friends, to all those that are unsaved, saved, maybe backslidden, prodigal sons and daughters, you know, gay, straight. It doesn't matter. You know, God want to use us, want to use our voice. Amen. He goes on to say here to tell people about his universal love, but also to warn them about his universal judgment and everlasting punishment that awaits us based on did we choose him or did we reject him? Did we neglect so great a salvation as being preached right now? I pray and hope it's being preached. It was preached when Jesus came on earth. He had no time for nothing else. You know, so it should be preached right now. We can't neglect it. He, and, 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 and it was confirmed by about 500 plus witnesses who heard him teaching and preaching. And he said, you're going to do this and greater work shall you do too. You know, you're going to reach greater multitudes as he is. The Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter 4, verse 17, so are we in the earth today. 
You know, he goes on to say here, and let's take a look at this now, this universal love that's on the table. In the book of Luke, chapter 2, verse 9 to 15, the King James Bible, he says, And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, not just for some people, white people, black people, brown people, yellow people, but for everybody, you know, whosoever will, which is Christ the Lord, the only name by which men can be saved, according to Paul in the book of Acts chapter 4, verse 12, King James Bible. And this shall be a sign unto you. Don't miss that sign, man. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were going away from them into heaven that the shepherds said, uh, one to another, let us now go even into Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. There's, where there's no excuse. You know, this happened over 2,000 years ago that the Lord made the Savior known. And we perish for a lack of not knowing. You know, we perish for a lack of vision that they saw. They came and they saw. We can see right now because we're looking at it in the scripture. It did happen. And he is the only name by which men can be saved. So we're either going to reject him now, accept him now, or we'll be rejected later on when we're trying, when we see him. You know, we'll be separated. We'll be, we'll, we'll be told, you, 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 you rejected me before men. Now I'm going to deny you before my father. It's just that clear. You know, but the love of God says he sent him. You know, as a savior, he sent him the only begotten of the father, you know, goes on to say in the book of John, chapter three, verse 14 to 21, the King James Bible, as we move now to, to hurry up and close, it says, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, look at the love of God in this now, the universal love of God, even so must the son of man be lifted up that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. That's the key to not perishing, but have eternal life, not eternal judgment, not everlasting judgment, not uh, universal judgment. For God so loved the world, the world, all that is in it, that he gave his only begotten son. That was enough ransom that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Look at the love of God. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. I was almost there, y'all. <laughs> my God, all them hurtful things that he was saying about veterans. But that the world should through him that he might be, that, that we might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But if you don't believe on him, you're already condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God who loved us so much. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world. Can't deny it. And men love darkness rather than light. Therein is the problem because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Mm, 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 corrected, pointed out to him. But he that doeth truth come into the light <coughs> that his deeds may be made manifest that they 
are wrought in God. Now is the only time we get to have our sins forgiven, have them removed like they never happened, or even covered up. That's what the love of God does, covers a multitude of those faults and those shortcomings. He goes on to say right here in the book of John chapter 10, verse 1 through 18, the King James Bible, we got just a few more minutes. He said, verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not in by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber, but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd and of the sheep. Don't you listen to Oprah telling folks there's more than one way to get to God. You know, there is no other way. She, she's notorious about saying that. Just said it the other day. To him, the potter openeth and the sheep hear his voice and he calleth his own sheep to, by name and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice and a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him. Now is the time to flee right now for they know not the voice of strangers. The parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were, which he spoke unto them. A lot of people right now don't, don't, don't believe, don't, they deny God. You know, they don't, they don't know. They're hearing it, but they don't know. They have a form of God, but they deny the power thereof. They are forever learning, but never coming into the knowledge of the truth. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. <laughs> but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep or not seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth and the wolf catches them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is an hireling and careth not for the sheep. Don't everybody who say, Lord, Lord, don't care nothing about you. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep. And am known of mine, as the Father knoweth me, even so knoweth I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep, and other sheep I have. I'm praying that some of them come out of the White House and Congress and the Senate. I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd, and therefore doeth my Father love me, because I lay down my life, that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. The, this commandment have I received of my Father. And that's in the book of John chapter 10, uh, you know, verse 1 through 18, the King James Bible. Let me read one more passage, and then we're going to stop and hear comments. And this is in the book of Romans chapter 10, verse 8 through 17, the King James Bible. We're going to end after this. He says, but what saith it? The word is not thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, not Pastor Lester, not nobody else, 
But the scripture says, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. He wouldn't make it if it was left up to me. But there is no difference between the Jews and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all who call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent as it is written? How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel. Amen. Who preach the gospel of peace and bring good tithings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah saith, Lord, who hath believed our report? So then, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. And we're going to end right there tonight. Matter of fact, let me just read this other scripture right here before we end. That's in the book of First Timothy, chapter two, verse one through eight, the King James Bible. It says, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplication, prayers, intercession and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. But this is a good acceptable. This is good and acceptable in the sight of our of our God, of sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due times, what we're doing right now, whereunto I am ordained a preacher. Yes, I am an apostle. I'm not by myself. I'm so surrounded with so great a cloud of witnesses. You know, got Dr. Rich, Pastor Mike, Pastor P. Pastor, many, many others out there. I speak the truth in Christ and lie not, as Paul said, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and verity. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath or doubting. Amen and amen. We give God praise tonight for the teaching. We're going to end right there tonight. You know, amen. Sinners need to know tonight that we're hedged in on every side, you know, but there are things that, you know, that, uh, that, you know, that we should be concerned about because the greater danger in humanity that humanity faces is neglecting of such great salvation. That's the greatest tragedy right there. But the choice is still ours. No one can afford to drift away from so great a salvation during this time of this for COVID, this, uh, COVID-19 pandemic, this political upheaval we're going through, these evil days that we're facing, these perilous times, you know, we cannot neglect it, not now. You know, we all must heed the things about our God more than anything else, you know, in this political charged climate that we have heard and learned, least we drift away from God. And that's a tragedy right there. You know, he said, I've set heaven and earth before you today, call it the witness against you that I've sat before your life and death. It's going to have an impact on every generation coming after us if we don't do it now. Amen. Those are our choices. The choice is still ours. All right, then. We're going to end right there tonight. Amen. Amen. Hopefully you were able to follow along and you got something out of this. So, Father, we just thank and praise you. Lift the teaching up to you tonight. Pray you seal it in our hearts, God. Pray that it go out and be a blessing to others. Pray we share it those of us who have heard it tonight, just pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that it will allow us to continue to make the right choices, to continue to be patient and let us have our perfect work in us, praying and hoping, Lord God, that there will be change in our land, doing our civil duty, Lord God, to vote them out, Lord God, the enemies of our democracy, Lord God. And we just give you the praise, the glory, and honor right now, Lord God, in Jesus' name for bringing and striking this balance tonight, that we do what we do politically, but we do what we do spiritually, because we know we're fighting a spiritual war. We use these weapons, which is your word, what is written, and we declare it and proclaim it tonight in Jesus' name. 
Jesus' name. Now, Father, we trust you to honor your word tonight. Now, let it come back, boy, to the do what you please and the purpose which you send it. We know why you send it. And so, Father, we thank and praise you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We're going to go ahead and we're going to get started um, again. This is Pastor Sharon Hayes. Uh, myself and my husband, we pastor New Freedom Christian Ministry Church in Bainbridge, Georgia. And it's just, you know, a delight, a delight to do it on behalf of God and to care for his people. So I would like to go ahead and get started. I want to pray for the people of our land. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you to claim your promise in 2 Chronicles 7, the 7th chapter, verse 14. And it reads, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek, crave, and require of necessity my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. We are the people called by your name, dear Lord, and we want to just thank you for hearing our prayers and moving by your spirit in our land. There are famines, earthquakes, floods, natural disasters, and violence occurrence in this land. Men's hearts are failing them because of fear. There's a pandemic going on now, God, and many, many have lost their lives. But God, we will trust in you. Lord, your son, Jesus, spoke of discerning the signs of the time with the Holy Spirit as our helper. We are watching and praying. We desire to humble ourselves before you, asking that a spirit of humility be released in us. Thank you for quiet and meek spirits, for we know that the meek shall inherit the earth. Search us, O God, and know our hearts. Try us and know our thoughts today. See if there be any wicked way in us and lead us in the way everlasting. Forgive us our sins of judging inappropriately, complaining about and criticizing our leaders. Cleanse us with hyssop and we will be clean. Wash us and we will be whiter than snow. Touch our lips with coals from your altar that we may pray prayers that availeth much for all men and women everywhere. Lord, we desire to release rivers of living water for the healing of our nation. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. If you would go with me for a scripture reference tonight, 
to the first book of Timothy, the second chapter, and the first verse. That is the first book of Timothy, the second chapter, and the first verse. And it reads, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayer, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. God bless. Amen. My name is Pastor Eric Davis, and I'll be praying a prayer to help others. Father, in the name of Jesus, we will do unto others as we will have them do unto us. We eagerly persuade and seek to acquire this agape love purpose to make our aim our great quest in life. In the name of Jesus, we will esteem and look upon and be concerned for not merely our own interests, but also the interests of others as they persuade success. We are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We will make it a crisis to please make happy our neighbors, boss, co-workers, teachers, parents, children, brothers, etc., for his good and for his true welfare to edify him, that is, to strengthen him and build him up in all ways, spiritually, socially, and materially. We desire to imitate our Heavenly Father as we, as children of life, we will walk in love and wisdom. Help us to encourage and modest and exhort others and edify them. Father, in the name of Jesus, we love our enemies as well as our business associates, fellow church members, neighbors, those in authority over us, and aim, kind, and to do good, to favor a man so that someone deprives a man benefit from them. We leave a man expectation, a man expecting and hoping for nothing in return, but consider nothing as lost and despairing of no one. Father, you, amen, thank you, Father, for imprinting your laws upon our hearts and inscribing them on our minds, on the innermost thoughts and understanding. According to your word, as we will like and desire that men would do unto us, we do exactly to them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. My uh, scripture reference that I will be coming out tonight will be the book of Luke, chapter 6. Amen. Start with verse 35 and 36. Amen. But love your enemies and do good and lean open for nothing again, and your reward shall be great. And ye shall be the children of the highest, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. Be ye therefore merciful as your Father also is merciful. Amen. God bless. Good evening. This is Sister Shakita Scriven, and I will be praying knowing God's will. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that you are instructing us in the way we should go and that you are guiding us with your eye. We thank you for your guidance and leading concerning your will, your plan, and your purpose for our life. We do hear the voice of the Good Shepherd, for we know you and follow you. You lead us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Thank you, Father, that our path is growing brighter and brighter until it reaches the full light of day. As we follow you, 
Lord, I believe, we believe our path is becoming clearer each day. Thank you, Father, that Jesus was made unto us wisdom. Confession, I'm sorry, confusion is not a part of our life. We are not confused about your will for our life. We trust in you and lean not into our own understanding. As we acknowledge you in all of your ways, you are directing our path. We believe that as we trust in you completely, you will show us the path of life. Our scripture reference tonight will be coming from the book of Psalms, chapter 16, verse 11. Again, our scripture reference for tonight will be coming from out of the book of Psalms, chapter 16, verse 11, the New King James Version. You will show me the path of life, and your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Amen. Good evening. My name is Helen Howard, and I will be praying Overcoming Prejudice. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you asking your forgiveness for being intolerant of one another because of the colors of our skin. Forgive us for tolerating prejudice in the household of Satan. Set us free from the influence of public opinion that we may live out our glorious Christ-originated faith. Forgive us for segregating ourselves by color, by a measure of wealth or intellect. We are your children, the sheep of your pasture. You made us and not 
Yeah. 
God Almighty of blessings, you are the blessed one who nourishes and supplies. You are all bountiful and all sufficient. Hallowed be thy name. We bless your name, Adonai, our Lord and our Master. You are Jehovah, the completely self-existing one, always present, revealed in Jesus, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallowed be thy name. We bless your name, Jehovah Jireh, the one who sees our needs and provides for them. Hallowed be thy name. We bless your name, Jehovah Rapha, our healer and the one who makes bitter experiences sweet. You sent your word and healed us. You forgave all our iniquities and you healed all our diseases. Hallowed be thy name. We bless your name, Jehovah and Kadesh, the Lord, our sanctifier. You have set us apart for yourself. Hallowed be thy name. Jehovah Nisi, you are our victory, our banner, and our standard. Your banner over us is love. When the enemy comes in like a flood, you lift up a standard against him. Hallowed be thy name. Jehovah Shalom, we bless your name. You are our peace, the peace which transcends all understanding, which garrisons and mounts guard over our heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Hallowed be thy name. We bless you, Jehovah Kisipanu, our righteousness. Thank you for becoming sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallowed be thy name. Jehovah Rohan, you are our shepherd, and we shall not want for any good or beneficial thing. Hallowed be thy name. Hallelujah to Jehovah Shema, the one who will never leave or forsake us. You are always there. We take comfort and are encouraged and confidently and boldly say, the Lord is our helper. We will not be seized with alarm. We will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to us? Hallowed be thy name. We worship and adore you, El Elyon, the most high God, who is the first cause of everything, the possessor of the heavens and the earth. You are the everlasting God, the great God, the living God, the merciful God, the faithful God, the mighty God. You are truth, justice, righteousness, and perfection. You are El Elyon, the highest God of the heavens and the earth. Hallowed be thy name. Father, you have exalted above all else in your name and your word, and you have magnified your word above all your name. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and his name is Jesus. Hallowed be thy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
to God, praise God. This is Sister Mary Smiley. I will be praying divine intervention. Thy kingdom come to the Father in Jesus' name. Heavenly Father, we pray according to the book of Matthew, the 6th chapter, the 10th verse. Thy kingdom come. We're looking for the soon coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today we are even here and now your children. It is not yet disclosed, made clear, but we should be hereafter. But we know that when he comes and is manifest, we shall, as God's children, resemble and be like him. For we shall see him just as he really is. You said that everyone who has this hope resting on him, cleansed, purified himself just as he is pure, chaste, undefiled, gifted. For the grace of God, his unmerited favor and blessing has come forth, appears for the deliverance from sin and eternal salvation for all mankind. It has trained us to reject and renounce all ungodliness in religion and worldly, passionate desires to live the self-control, upright, defiled, spiritually whole lives in this present world, awaiting and looking for the fulfillment, the realization of our blessed hope, even the glorious appearance of our great God and Savior, Christ Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and, and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that the Lord should come to earth and all the holy ones, saints and angels with him. And the Lord should be king over all the earth. And that day he should be one Lord and his name one. The government shall be upon his shoulder. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we should join the great forces in heaven, saying, The kingdom of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom. Oh, Lord, yours it is to be exalted as head over all. Thy kingdom come. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank the Lord for our scriptural reference on tonight, and it's going to be uh, taken from the book of First John, the third chapter, the second verse, and the third verse. The book of First John, the third chapter, the second verse, and the third verse. The second verse reads, Beloved, now we are the sons of God, and it do not yet appear what we should be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. The third verse, and every man that has this hope in him purifies himself as he is true. Jesus is true. Thank you. Amen. Dickens and Patricia McNair, for we pray and submission, thy will be done. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that the will of God be done in our life as it is in heaven. Who are your own handiwork, your workmanship. 
love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That's in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 44, the Amplified Version. We come before you in Jesus' name to lift up our nation before you. We invoke blessings upon our nation and pray for our nation happiness. We applaud your blessings, faith upon our nation. Father, not only will we pray for our nation, but we set ourselves to treat our nation well, do good to, act nobly toward our nation. We will be merciful, sympathetic, tender, responsive, and compassionate toward our nation, even as you are, Father. Our desire is to be an imitator of you, and we can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens us. Father, we thank you that we have great peace in this situation, but we love your law and refuse to take offense toward our nation. Jesus, we are blessed, happy, with life, joy, and satisfaction, and God's favor and salvation apart from outward conditions, and to be envied because we take no offense in you and refuse to be hurt or resentful or annoyed or repelled a major summer, whatever may appear. And now, Father, we roll this work upon you, commit and trust it wholly to you, and we believe that you will cause our thoughts to become in agreement with your will. And so our plan shall be established in the seed. In Jesus' name, amen. My scripture reference will be coming out of the book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse 165. My scripture reference will come from the book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse 165. Great peace have they which love the law, and nothing shall offend them. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm Melissa Betty Bigel. My prayer tonight, guide and deliver Lead us not into temptation. There has no temptation taken up, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer us to be tempted above that which we are able, but will, with the temptation, also make a way to escape, that we may be able to bear it. We count it all joy when we fall into various temptations, knowing this, that the trying of our faith works patient. We will not say when we are tempted. We are tempted from God, for God is incapable of being tempted by what is evil, and he himself tempts no one. Thank you, Jesus, for giving yourself for our sin, that you might deliver us from this present evil world, that you might evil world according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Father, in the name of Jesus, and according to the power that is at work in us, we will keep awake, give strict attention, be cautious, and watch and pray that we may not come into temptation. In Jesus' name, amen. My scripture 
be coming out of the book of James, chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. Again, my scripture reference tonight will be coming out of the book of James, chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. The book of James, chapter 1, verse 2, reads, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptation. The book of James, chapter 1, verse 3, reads, Knowing this, that the pride of your faith worketh patience. Amen. Good evening. My name is Alex Hayes, and I will be praying a prayer of praise. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory. O magnify the Lord, and let's exalt, let us exalt his name together. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tested and tried. He is a shield. He is a shield to all those who take refuge and put their trust in him. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of the of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our firm and finishable rock and our redeemer. Your word has revived us and given us life. Forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Some of your word is truth, and every one of your righteous decrees endures forever. We will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and for your truth and faithfulness. You have exalted above all else your name and your word, and you have magnified your word All right, then we'll praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I am Pastor Lester Hayes, amen, and I will be doing the wrap-up tonight, amen, amen, and my uh, prayer tonight, amen. Uh, I'm going to pray and release, hopefully, the power and authority that God has given us to bind things on earth and to loose 
things on earth. Amen. And so I want to exercise uh, that power and authority tonight in my prayer. So I want to pray that prayer tonight. Father God, we thank you tonight that we serve a God who is all powerful, all knowing, all present, and all benevolent. Any other power, Father, is limited in scope and reach and desired outcomes, expected ends. And we thank you that our hope and our future that you have given us is rest in your hands. As you told us in the word and taught us in the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 19, the King James Bible, you said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatsoever ye bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatsoever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And you went on to tell us that, and I say also unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I will give thee unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever ye shall loose on this earth shall be loosed in heaven again father you have emphatically told us in the word of god in the book of matthew chapter 18 verse 18 through 20 the king james bible you said verily verily i say unto you whatsoever you shall bind on this earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever you shall loose on this earth shall be loosed in heaven again i say unto you <clears throat> that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching <coughs> anything that I shall, that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my father, which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together as we are tonight in my name, there am I in the midst of them. And we welcome your presence tonight. Father, we thank you for the power and the authority that you've given each and every one of us as believers spirit filled, born anew, baptized in the power of the Holy Ghost that we can bind and we can loose on this earth. And so we thank you for the keys of the kingdom, the keys of heaven and the kingdom and the keys of heaven tonight. We give you praise. We give you glory for that delegated authority that you taught Peter and told Peter and reminded Peter of. And tonight, Father, we release that power. We release that authority tonight. Through your spoken word tonight, God, there is power in your spoken and written word tonight. And we release that power tonight against all of the forces of darkness that are out there. All of the problems, all of the trouble, the evil days, uh, every evil spirit that is out there tonight. We bind the work of the enemy tonight and we release the work of your spirit tonight in the name of Jesus. And so we give you praise. We give you glory. We release the spirit of liberty. My God, in the name of Jesus, in all those places, Lord God, where there are principalities, where there are powers in the air and spiritual wickedness in high places, we bind those principalities and those powers of the air and that spiritual wickedness in high places, those thrones and those dominions and those world rulers and those strong men exerting influence over any and all of us to include our families, our friends, our co-workers, our associates, and our enemies alike. We forbid them to operate against us or against anyone praying on this line tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray. And in Jesus' name, we bind and break the snare of any witchcraft, rebellion out there, rejection out there, the spirit of witchcraft's control, uh, all mind-binding spirits, all spirits that block in or bind our prayer, our prayer partners' prayers, and our prayer culture members, our, our partners, and, their, and, and, and members' wills, and mind control 
tonight, Lord God, in desires which lead to every type, which leads to every type of tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And Father, we just give you the praise. We give you the glory tonight that every type of spirit is bound right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you and we praise you tonight. Oh, God, for just uh, uh, binding in heaven what we bind and, and, and loosen in heaven what we loose here on earth. And we just give you all the praise, all the glory that the spirit of destruction, lust, dark fantasies and immoral types of lust, lust and desires, which lead to every type of perversion, intimidation, rebellion, rejection, schizophrenia, paranoia, anger, hatred, wrath, rage, resentment, bitterness, unforgiveness, slander, unteachableness, deception, doubt, unbelief, uh, passivity, pride, and false humility. And in the name of Jesus, we cut uh, and sever all lay lines such as scientific devices, uh, Scientology, uh, all types of things used, Lord God, by new agers and, and psychic networks and to sense and to feel uh, all types of energy and vibes to bind. We bind to and break every chain tonight, every stronghold and every shackle. We bind up and release from the spirits of Ahab and the same evil spirits that was on Jezebel, Lethian, fear, hypnosis, hypnosis, trances, rock music, greed, addiction, drugs, alcohol, all compulsive behaviors, and especially viruses such as the COVID-19. And in the name of Jesus, we bind kings and princesses and world rulers for, for each spirit named. And Father, we script each spirit tonight of his power and control tonight and his influence tonight in every hierarchy of power, armor, and rank. And we separate each from the other. And we speak confusion to the ranks of the enemy tonight. And we declare uh, their assignments against us are hereby rendered null and void. And we are no longer at an unfair disadvantage because one can put a thousand to flight and two ten thousand. And in the name and it is in the name of Jesus, it is more with us than it is with them. Plus the Lord, you are on our side and you fight our battles for us. What can man do unto us? Nothing, because the Lord is with us and we are with the majority. And in the name of Jesus, we bind and break all evil spirits affecting our sense of sight, smell, taste, touch, hearing, all evil spirits formed against us, us in our emotions, in our feelings, and all evil spirits formed against the seven points of our physical body used by the spirit of witchcraft and, and rebellion to bind us with effect, with afflictions and infirmities, specifically the areas of the base of our spine, the spleen, the navel, the heart, the throat, uh, between the eyes and the top of our head and any other parts of our external or internal body and organs. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we bind and break all evil strongholds on the systems of the physical body, our spiritual body, our reproductive, our skeletal, our muscular, our digestive, our, our excretory, our endocrine, our respiratory, our circulatory, and our nervous system, as well as the heart, the soul, the mind, and the spirit, and the entire body. And in the name of Jesus, we bind and break all and we break any and all evil and wicked powers and uh, d d d demonic influences given aid or pulling all of the systems of our physical bodies toward evil behavior, actions, and abuses by means of energy drawn from the sun, the moon, the stars, the planets, widget boards, Lord God, constellations, air, uh, Lord God, horoscopes, 
uh, wind, fire, water, light, darkness, matter, elements, uh, uh, from lines, squares, circles, symbols, artifacts, and, uh, and portions against us, and in addition to sorcery, query boards, look, luck, tradition of men, lies, deception, assumptions, false teachings, false prophecies, Illuminati, psychic networks, palm reading, tea leaves, crystal ball readings, heresies, wizards, witches, and devil worshippers, cult, and the occult participation and false religions. And in the name of Jesus, we bind and break all transference of curses, uh, seances, powers, trances, toxic soul ties, enabling spirits and families, friends, co-workers, employers, employees, clergy, enemies, or associates. And in the name of Jesus, with the sword of the spirit, we sever all evil soul ties between negative persons. And we declare that the blood of Jesus Christ covers our hearts, our minds, our spirits, our emotions, our wills, preventing any and all soul ties from ever being activated and reestablished in our lives. And in the name of Jesus, every called out bound and exposed in, in prayer is cast out and down and off and ordered out and off right now. If you didn't plan it, you didn't order it, God, we bind it off of every person that's prayed for on this line and prayed with tonight and was in the rotation tonight, our family members, as well as for ourselves uh, to include our enemies and those who persecute us. And in the name of Jesus, uh, spirits, from the, uh, the netherworld, the spirits between, over, and around those praying and those prayed for, and all familiar spirits, seducing spirits, enticing spirits, are completely tonight bound and forbidden to manifest in the name of Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, we bind and break the power of all curses spoken, all rituals, sacrificial sacrifices committed, all deviation, uh, spells, incantation, meditations, and sorcery or magic. And we release tonight and call upon the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, mercy, grace, peace, and faith, the spirit of truth, of joy, righteousness, the spirit of hope, and the spirit of deutimous power, and the spirit of love. And in the name of Jesus, we call uh, for the fear of the Lord to overtake, overthink, overshadow uh, our pride and subordinate, subordinate, and for any person being prayed for. And in the name of Jesus, we place the shield of faith over the minds of those persons who lack faith, uh, all doubters, the weak in faith, bound the, we bind the spirit of fear tonight, lost hope tonight, confidence and, and, and courage tonight. We release it in the name of Jesus to protect them against any and all types of evil influences and infiltration, working foreign, in time, mind control. And in the name of Jesus, as we close tonight, Father, we thank you, Father, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper from this day forward. We are covered by the blood of Jesus and you have put all things under our feet because Christ dwells in us. We declare that the Greater is he that is in us than he that is in this world. And Father, we release that power tonight in the name of Jesus. We give you the praise. We give you the glory tonight. And we declare the victory tonight in Jesus' name. Amen over all that is on this line. Thank you for hearing our prayers tonight, answering them and showing us great and mighty things. Is our prayer tonight in Jesus' name. Again, be it in us according to your word tonight in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. All right, then. Well, praise God, praise God, praise God. We have finished tonight. Excellent job. Just want to